from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. The Commons. A landscape free for the ideas, sketches, and correspondence of the listeners and creators of the Mutual Audio Network. This is a prep slash travelogue podcast for MadCon. What's MadCon? It is the modern audio drama convention that's taking place at Dalhousie University in Halifax, Nova Scotia on July 24th through 26th in the summer of 2020. Okay, and I think that I think it's moving. Yes, okay, it's moving. All right, I'm rolling. <clears throat> all right, so we're both rolling, and it's like, all right, um, this is Matt, and this is Operation Maple Syrup, episode seven or six, I believe. And today we have, um, we're having a meeting of the minds with uh, Jack Ward, who's the uh, ringmaster of uh, the whole MadCon uh, experience. Uh, so, uh, thanks for coming on, Jack. Thanks for having me. I'm going to put that on the webpage, Jack Ward Ringmaster. I like that. <laughs> I'll have to get a I, good I think it's very, very appropriate. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> we are six months in and halfway to MadCon. Stuff is getting real. Decisions are being made and plans are solidifying. In this episode, I have a conversation with MadCon's chief architect, Jack Ward. We discuss how it started, what we have to look forward to, and a little about the future of MadCon in Episode 6 of Operation Maple Syrup, The Halfway Point. Because we're we're about six months away now, which is yep. uh, exciting and terrifying at the same time. Because uh, I, I feel we still have a lot of work to get done before it, but it's exciting to that we're going to be you know I'm going to be coming up in you know really soon. So uh, this is all very exciting. Yes. Um, so uh, I guess uh, I don't know if you want to. I think I might have talked about a little bit about what how this started but uh, i'd just like to get in your words what you um what what inspired you to start madcon well it's i mean it's it's a bit of a sad tale as 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 many people know uh, we lost bill hallwig uh, a couple of years back now um and he was a a big mover and shaker in the audio drama community um he was a guy in in that wrote to me almost every single day. We we chatted, and as I found out, I wasn't the only one. So, but that was his great gift was that he would uh, talk to a bunch of different people and and inspire them and get them going. And so, I was invited by the Hallwig family and his daughter to with a couple of other folks, uh, Lothar Toppen and Jeffrey Billard, and and Lothar's wife Jan and we went to Texas and we scattered his ashes at the Robert E. Howard uh, Museum which is one of Bill's favorite writers one of my favorite writers and so it happened to be the Robert E. Howard day of all days it turned out so there's a bunch of people there it was appropriate and um, I went back on the plane and it was you know three or four planes to go all the way back from Texas and uh, I got off and I thought, okay, Bill, what now? I just had that thought. 
And then from that thought was, well, Bill probably wouldn't have gotten together with everybody, but he would have loved that everybody got together. So there's not really like there's there's the here now uh, festival. So there's lots of uh, little festivals about audio, but there's nothing really specific about the audio drama. There's never been a real audio drama convention. There's pod fests and mm-hmm. pod, so they bring all sorts of people who do podcasts. But where is the one that's like just specifically even there's there's old time radio places for people to get together, but nothing specifically for modern audio drama. So I thought, hey, this this could be a cool idea. So I um I started thinking more about it and I thought, well, where could I have it? And I thought, well, CKDU is my mother station, as you know. We recorded there from the first so many years of the Sonic oh, Society. God, yeah. And they still play the show on a regular basis every week. I think it's late Tuesday nights, about 2 or 3 in the morning, they play it, replay it. So I contacted them, and through them, we we could get a bit of a deal on, on the, the building itself. So we thought, well, the University Center might be a really good place. So I checked a number of different buildings around, and it turned out to be probably the most inexpensive. And then when I started to find out that, wow, well, we can get these dorms that are really nice dorms, for oh, quite yeah. quite cheap, I thought, wow, well, the big expense for people is getting here. And if I can keep that expense down so it's like $120 or $150 for the weekend Canadian, um, and then the, the, the cost is them getting here, everything else is pretty cheap, that would be just a wonderful time for people to get together. And then I thought, okay, so if I can do this, how many people would I like? Well, if I could get 200 people, I'd be thrilled. I'd be thrilled. Um, so that's that's what I've been shooting for. Uh, there's it's funny now because it's like we we got you know several dozen that showed up like you know a couple of dozen that said sure and and you know have, yeah. have put their money down. But then as as like the new year came by, suddenly it's like Jack, I'm definitely going to be coming. What can I do? You know, or you know, my wife. I've been talking to my wife, and we're planning to go now. And I'm like, wow, this is like happening really fast. We're getting a lot more people really interested. Um, for example, uh, Mesa Besseda, who's out of uh, Mississauga, which is Toronto area in Ontario, she did mm-hmm. uh, Ace Galaxy, the series Ace Galaxy, and which I don't know if you've heard on on uh, the Sonic Society, but we've also replayed it on Wednesday Wonders on Mutual Audio Network. And she said, "Jack, I think we can do a live show, but I just need you to sort of send us some." some some information so that I can put it in and and we can sort of fundraise for it but I think I can bring my team out and we can do a live show I'm like this is amazing and this is oh, just yeah. like this is just like recently and uh, just this last like this last week Sharon B said so Jack I think I'm coming and uh, you know what can I do too so Sharon B will be there who does all oh, my wow, music the elusive Sharon B is we get to meet her in person that's that- that's right, and she, <laughs> that she's done amazing. She, she's done the re, the recent theme as well for uh, Lothar Tuppen's new series, The Degazi, and he's all excited about having her do that. So she, you know they worked really closely, and she did a theme for that. So she might she will be actually doing she'll be in some of the workshops, but she'll also be doing sort of incidental music on the live show that we're gonna have. We're gonna have a live matinee and a live evening show as well, and uh, probably sell some extra tickets to. Uh, locals who are interested to come and see any of those shows who aren't interested in coming to the the actual conference itself. So 
it's just it's just a lot of these pieces are kind of finally moving together and so um my anxiety of people not maybe showing up is going away and my anxiety of oh my god people are showing up is yeah. rising up right so this is great yeah, like, this what, is what great are we doing with all these people now this is, <laughs> this, right. oh, this is like uh that that is that's amazing news to you know all this really cool stuff that is going to be you know happening and you know all these because i saw like a loose listing of workshops and, and things going on it's like oh my god yes. there's all these things and it's like i want to go to all these things but it's just <laughs> physically impossible to go to all these things because a lot of stuff runs concurrently and it, but there's some you know this is going to be a, like an amazing opportunity just to meet some of these people i've been talking to for years and absolutely it, to to see them in person and it's just yeah. uh, it just blows my mind just this is going to be this incredible experience and you know for for me ma making this trip is is oh yeah. really that this for me this is a pretty big deal i've been like talking oh, talking about this for almost <laughs> two years now and I know. for it it's gonna happen this is yeah it's, it's so cool it's, it's so cool and so for me like jeffrey billard and lothar Toppen are coming in a uh, van with a bunch of other people uh mark brzee is coming from leap audio now uh, Alt Steve Schneider is coming as well. Austin Beach is coming with his family early, so we're going to do stuff. John Bell is showing up with his wife and his camper. So everybody is, everybody is, 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 is like they're all kind of coming together. And there's going to be, like you said, there's, I, I don't know if people know, but if they go to the MadCon website, Brian Bacchicchio has been sort of the webmaster, and I've been sending him updates for things. So now we have like a really definitive schedule of things. And my latest thing that I've been doing this weekend is going through, combing through the emails of people and saying, okay, um, this, these people said they want to be on workshops like this. So I'm building a list right now of who will be on the panels for various different workshops and various different meetups and such. Jerry Stearns is coming as well as Brian Price from Great Northern Audio, and they've been in the game for like 30, 40 years. So I was talking to recently i have this amazing lady who runs our vendors and she's run a ton of these and so i sat down with her and i've we've known her for fa for a long time she's family she's like best friends with my sister and mm -hmm. i've been wanting to get a hold of her her name is marina and you'll see her there in the vendor services she's amazing she does incredible artwork and uh, i told her about this and she said i think we can you know through the vendors i think we can maybe pay for your base costs and have enough money for a keynote speaker or two. And I said, Oh, a wow. Key a keynote speaker. And I don't want to say who right now because I haven't asked him, but um, I'm, I'm literally staring at the screen going, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask this guy to come and be our keynote speaker. And um, I would, the, the, the hint I said, the hint I have, and I, I, I don't want to say too much more, but mm -hmm. I've often called him the Steven Spielberg of audio drama. So if he can, if he can end up coming and I'll make a big announcement about that, if that's the case, but we'll have to, uh, that would be incredible. That would be so much fun. Oh yeah, I I have names racing through my mind like who this <laughs> keynote speaker could be, and it's you know it's it's very exciting. They you know the possibilities of some of these guests that you could have for a keynote, and just how you know it's you know it's just like uh, I'm almost thinking about this like a couple of years ago when we went to Disney, 
and I was roaming around Disney. The what before they were building Galaxy's Edge at that point, but right. I was in the the part of the park which which had been very Star Warsized because Force Awakens had just come out. And so it was very heavy duty. And it's like, it, it sounds almost blasphemous for me to, to maybe the others, this is blasphemous, but to me, it, <laughs> it, it was, is almost kind of like a religious experience. Like I have come home, like this, this is where I belong. And I'm, I'm feeling that towards this because it's just still, even though that I know a lot of people are now calling audio drama, like scripted podcast or something like that, but still to me, it's audio drama. And then even right. though as mainstream as it's going, this is going to be like coming home to these people understand me. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> I don't have it's to, right. you know, it's, I, I don't have to, you know, explain it's, it's, well, it's sort of like an audiobook, but it's also like a play, but it's yeah. a movie in your head. <laughs> right. And right. because I tell so many people still about this and they're like, what? I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> right. Especially, I think, I don't know if you, how much you've been keeping up on like some of the adaptions that have been going on, but that homecoming, Amazon made that series. And right, when they're yeah. explaining to Julia Roberts about like what this is and she says, how do you download a podcast on your phone? <laughs> she had like no idea. She hadn't listened to it or anything. Sure. But just the permutation that this medium is starting to build. And yes. a lot of these, like some of these new generations coming out, showing the commercial viability of this medium, especially through right. like Audible and Luminary and everything. Now, I got opinions on, on like some of these things. But I sure. think even though I might not disagree with like, how some of these things are produced, but that that just that it's started to be make such an impact on the the zeitgeist. I think this is yes. this is this is I think this our day is sort of come and you know yep. and to be with my peers, I think this is an amazing opportunity. Me too. And you know, when I started and, and unfortunately I, I did it like I worked on that for a couple of years and then of course last year I started Mutual Audio Network which is reaching its first anniversary in just a couple of weeks so I'm very excited about that starting March no, we I have our, our second year is, yeah right I think Mutual has been like a, a really kind of impressive show of force of really I think some really kind of cool stuff has come from it and I think it's, you know, previous jobs, which I've had where I could have headphones in all day, you know, mm -hmm. if uh, mutual would have been around back then, it would have been awesome because I was chewing through 40 hours of content a yes. week, super easy. Now it's not, it's mostly like during commutes and stuff around the house, you know, I, right. you know, during lunch periods, I don't get to consume the near mass volume I used to, right. but but still, it's just like there's something for everybody on Mutual. So I think it's 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 been this really great thing to have. Thank you. I, that's that's been my hope is that uh, one of the things I found in audio drama in the world and is is that we have a very insular community where even especially on on social media, you know. I, I give you five bucks for your Patreon. You give me five bucks for my Patreon, and it kind of we share the same five dollars <laughs> all same the way five around. Bucks, it keeps moving around. That's right. So my my hope has always been way back fifteen years ago with the Sonic Society was to bring more people to the table. And so with Mutual, my focus is to try to sort of step outside of those and find like truckers who've never used podcasts before, or oh, model yeah. builders 
who have who uh you know have have a tv on in the background but would really appreciate this because they don't have to keep looking every once in a while to see what's going on uh knitters you know people who do crochet yes uh like there's a bunch of people out there that that don't know that we're out there and that's where my focus has been for marketing and so with the mutual audio network that's been you know taken a lot of my time but madcon is my family like you know this is this is going to be a family reunion for me more than anything else and so i'm I'm just tickled pink that all these people and some of these people I've met one on one I haven't met you face to face. So excited for that, but I have I've met David Alt oh, a couple yeah. of times and he stayed with me for about a week and he's going to be master of ceremonies. I got to meet uh, John Bell once when I went out and got the uh, uh the Mark Time award. Actually it was the the Ogle award um and uh, so he was there and I got to see Kyan Chris Conroy there as well, and of course Greg Taylor. I've 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 seen for a while there. I I would go and see him every summer, kind of thing, because I was headed to Ontario right. an awful lot. Um, but these people, you know, like you said, many of these people have worked together in various different ways. I got to see Tanya uh, two uh, last year for the first time, or two years ago for the first time, and so I'm so excited for this opportunity to have everybody together. And that's why, if you'll notice on the on the schedule. Uh, there's a huge chunk of time uh, where there's two rooms that are set aside just for recording. So people can sign oh, up, yeah. come with the script and say, I want my dream actors to show up. You'll have a three hour <laughs> period, record all of that stuff and take it back with you and you'll be able to edit it. And, you know, this was recorded during that con. So it's 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 a it's a meetup. And there's a bunch of t- spots too, where places like we have a whole massive room once that can hold like 200 people, where people just can hang out. They got, you know, I want to see all this stuff, but I really want to hang out with my friends this hour or two hours or whatever. I want people to feel they have that opportunity as well. They don't have to be everywhere at the same time. They can just enjoy and relax. And of course, things are happening in the evenings as well. Now, I'm not just talking about the Saturday night showcase that we're, you know, we're going to be doing live radio drama on Saturday, but Friday night, we're going to have things going on like karaoke or open mic stuff. And um, there's just, there's a lot of really cool opportunities. The big thing I'm looking for right now is I'm working with uh, Discover Halifax and Discover Nova Scotia, and I'm getting Mm -hmm. them to sort of put stuff on the website shortly about things that people can take their families to so if you come with your whole family but you're the only one going to the conference well you know dad and the kids or mom and the kids can go and do this and have a great time because it's a beautiful city it really is oh yeah although i'm very curious about how large the venn diagram is between audio drama people and karaoke because i have a feeling it's it's a very large one I think so too. I I feel the same way about like an open mic night too. There's going to be a lot of really fun stuff that will come out of those things too. So it'll be it'll be great. Oh, and also I have uh we're going to have a gaming night. There's a, a, a like a board game uh place where you can go and play all kinds of board games and massive tables and eat great food and the whole bit. And uh, I'm going to be taking a select group of people and we're going to be playing the radio drama role-playing game where you get to play a character and the whole bit 
and uh, I thought I might uh, create a little adventure where they're sort of falling through various different worlds in the mutual audio network. So <laughs> I know Jeff Billard and Lothar Toppen are going to be there around for that, and maybe we'll get Tanya and a couple of other people involved too. So it'll be a real fun time doing that. It's it's um, it's one of those things that you. It, even though it's going to be after hours and just a bunch of us, you could probably do it as a panel and have fun with it as well. So, Oh my God. I actually, I think that should be recorded and that should be like a mutual auto audio uh, special <laughs> at some point. I, hey, you know, speaking of which uh, it like could a, be because what we're going to do as well is we're, we're preempting all the shows at CKDU for that entire weekend. And CKDU is going to be playing audio drama 24 seven and interviewing people from audio drama companies. So uh, people can come up and speak with the people at, at CKDU during the conference. It's like three floors up on an elevator. So it's in the same building and everything. And they can just go up, sit down, have a nice conversation, do an interview, have that all across Halifax, Nova Scotia, have the recording. We'll put it on Sonic Speaks or we'll put it on some other place. They can take it back with them, put it on their own show. This is really a chance to just collectively really love what we're doing and share with each other. Oh, yeah. This is going to be like just a huge, massive love fest. And uh, <laughs> I, I can't I can't describe just like how, you know, excited I am for for this event. This is like this is Comic-Con for um, audio <laughs> drama. Absolutely. Basically, actually, I, I was kind of even wondering, like, yeah, let's let's encourage cosplayers because I I sure. know there are pictures I've seen Red Panda and Flying Squirrel cosplay out there. Absolutely. So, you know, it's I'd be I think it'd be I'd love to get my picture taken with a Red Panda or or a Flying Squirrel awesome. or you know I'm actually blanking <laughs> on like what other characters in in the audioverse to cause you know that. There sure, are. but actually, if David's dressed up, I could see David as a tenth Doctor. Well, yes, maybe, no, I think well, I don't know if he's a tenth, or if he's more of a, or if he's more of a ninth Doctor, or I don't know. He would, he would tell you his as. favorite, that's for sure. <laughs> but I mean, there's a ton of stuff. I mean, there's some superheroes that I did, Blue Defender, and stuff like that. Uh, oh yeah. Any man, there'd be. There, I mean, there's so many things out there, so many fantasy stories, so many. That it would be a fantastic opportunity, and we should encourage that for sure. Oh, most certainly. Uh, yeah, this and and like I said, the the vending uh, section. I'm I'm I'm. I was going to meet with Marina to uh, yesterday, but the the building was sort of closed up because we have. We have holiday here as well. Like you have President's Day where we're recording right. this, and, and it's Family Day here in Halifax, so things are closed up for that. But I'm going to meet Did with. Do they her actually call it Family Day? I, I think I'm, it's I'm Family curious. Heritage Day. I think, or something like that. See, that's a really nice name for something like that. I, I because you know, I you know, today's President's Day. I work in a financial institution, so the Federal Reserve's closed, so that's why I'm right. off. But you know, <laughs> if we called it something like Family Day, I you know, it's like. It's, it's, it's a good new holiday in Nova Scotia. It's it's only been around like less than ten years. It's a oh, brand wow. new holiday that they wanted to throw in in February, being the darkest month of the year, kind of thing. Right. So, but yeah, no. So I'm meeting with Marina um, probably on Wednesday um, uh, around five to six. I've sent out an email to the lady involved, and we're going to do some more looking at all the different space and talking about how we can best utilize it for for vendors to bring stuff in 
uh, we're going to have uh, we're, we're having conversations. There's a great company here called Sense and Sensibility because they sell tea. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about having a very specific uh, audio drama mix that would be put in people's like goodie bags as their own oh, little bag of tea for that for the for the occasion. <laughs> so. That is great. Now, uh, is at this time, uh, are you can you announce any other vendors who have been locked in or is it still too early to to make any it's, sort of announcements like that it's still a little early i know that marina wants to have ev all the vendors locked in by the end of march so one of the things i'm kind of talking to her about is that i want to have what i want to call the, the bookstore where it's a common place where anybody who wants to bring their cds of their stuff or their t-shirts or whatever they can put it in the common bookstore and we can have enough space to put it up and then they can volunteer some of their time to come in and we'll have somebody you know uh, staffing it all uh, all the time but if these people want to come in and help uh for a couple of hours during the week then they can sign stuff and we'll know when people are coming in so for example if greg taylor comes with a bunch of his multitudes of books and he's got a signing session right here, you know, on Saturday morning or something like that. Then people will know if I go to the bookstore, I can go and buy this stuff too. So we don't have people, you know, uh, trying to buy a, a large table and it not having the time to set up and wanting still to be in the conference and all those kind of things. I wanted to give them the best of both worlds where they can share their works and still be able to do that. Many of the other uh, vendors we're going to be looking at are, you know, radio drama audio drama themed uh nerdy themed and of course tech themed because one of the things we're trying to end up doing is maybe give people the opportunity to buy, to try out new microphones try out new software uh ways that they can work better with their production we want it to be fun but we also want it to be like a working convention so that people feel like they really get their money's worth when they come they they learn something right they they get oh, something oh, yeah. from it when they come Oh, no, I totally get that because my ability to actually go and check out, you know, other equipment and stuff is very rare or, you know, or even have the funds to do, you know, to even go see stuff. Because a lot of stuff I, you can browse online, but really you right. don't get to, you know, handle the equipment, see the equipment. And because yeah, sometimes right. it's it, the tactile experience really helps you kind of figure out what you're doing. Or if there's like people there you can like talk to face to face that they can really help you decide like, Maybe this microphone won't work so well for me, but maybe this one will be better. Or like, do I yep. need this preamp or this, you know? Well, we have a tech studio uh, set up that all weekend long. And we have particular sessions that are things like, which mic is best for me? And so people who are there yeah. will get to try several different mics, hear themselves in it, record themselves in it, and go, oh, yeah, that mic really makes my voice sing. Great. So... This is what I mean is like we want people to go there and really get some straight value out of what they're doing just as much we want people to just do what you and I want to do. Right, Meet up, exactly. chat, have fun, just you know, make it a hangout place. I, I want to have both both ends of the scale taken care of. And of course, the entertainment, we're, we've got the James Dunn Theater booked and it's, it's over 200 seating theater. It's a full theater. We have it set for a matinee performance for kids and an evening performance for adults. So it's it's going to be fantastic. We don't even know who's all going to be there. I know Ellie Matlin's going to be there. I know that she's thinking about bringing some Wild Claw people there. Oh, uh, that would be so cool. 
I know Jeff Adams is coming, and if Jeff Adams is coming, I'm sure he's going to be able to do something as well. I don't know if he'll be able to bring his icebox people, but it's just the the opportunities. I'm so excited because the unknown is just as exciting for me as the known at this point. Oh, yeah. So this this has been just so wow. This is it's just like, yeah, this is too, you know, this is a great motivator for me for, you know, coming up, you know, we got six more months to go. So, you know, this is great inspiration to, you know, we're putting our noses to the grindstone and making sure that everything gets lined up and yeah, that we're ready to go come the uh, the big day. So here, here's what I, I'm hoping you can help us with. So Of course. And our listeners, I want people to get the word out. I want people to know this is not just an insulary, a couple of people hanging out. This is for everybody. And if we get more people than I expect we have the ability to expand rooms. We have the ability to add on more events. If you think that there's something that's not being handled as much as you'd like, the more people we get, the more rooms I'm willing to put out there. So this is a this is an organic conference in the fact that we can continue to grow, and I'm really excited about it. My big concern is, is getting people there, of course, in Nova Scotia. It's a bit of a trip, but I know a lot of people, especially in the uh the the New England area are considering and will be taking the ferry across because there's a ferry that goes from Portsmouth all the way to Yarmouth and it what it does is it uh it's it's like a 3 hour drive from Yarmouth so taking a car is is totally val- you can do that so no if that's I the had case no idea. Absolutely. So if that's the case, that people can take a ferry, then that means all that eastern seaboard kind of thing, even in New York State, because I know Jeff Jeff Billard's out of New York State as well. There's a lot of people that could, if you got together with a van, saved on gas money, this cuts your, your costs hugely right so you can you can make a long trip together and make and and come together and rent now my one of my sons actually works at enterprise um rental agency and i said to him actually just a couple of days ago i said i never thought about this before but can i get you guys as a corporate sponsor so i'm not announcing that they're a corporate sponsor right now but that is certainly something that we think we might be able to deal with so even for people who um uh, are here and they want to have a vehicle to be able to travel around and check out all the cool stuff around Nova Scotia, those could be some opportunities as well. So we need a way, and maybe we could, you and I, Matt, can put our heads together, of, mm-hmm. of putting up some uh, up somewhere on a website where we can connect and start talking about ride sharing. So it's like, oh, geez, I wish I could go. I can't afford the tickets. You know, It's going to cost me this much for a passport, so I've got to get the passport done. But I, I think, you know, if I shared with four or five people and we got gas together, it's going to cost me less than 100 bucks just to get there now, right? So if I can do oh, yeah, stuff but, like yeah. that, then, then – then, so I want us to – if we can have a hub somewhere that we can do it. I know Bradley Thunderbird Phoenix who's like – if you remember, he was around since the first season of the Sonic Society. Great guy and really knowledgeable about radio drama. He's excited to come. But again, like many of us, he's on a limited budget. So if he's in the New York area, if we can get him to connect with a bunch of other people and they find a way to be able to do this, six months is not too long for us to be able to start working on that. No, that's I think we still that's that's the thing. We still six months is a fair amount of time for organizing something 
of of that nature. It, I think it's quite doable with this much time. That if yeah, if we could pick out nodes of mm-hmm. of, of space, uh, right. That strategically in distance to uh, uh, getting to Halifax, because I did a whole episode on just how getting there, but yes. it never dawned on me that, you know, this would also, that there was a ferry access. It never uh, occurred to me because, well, I'm, I'm landlocked. Sure. <laughs> I live in a landlocked state. So ferry access right. really doesn't occur to me, but <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, it was just that. Yeah. Just when you mentioned that, it's like, oh my God, that does open up so many, other spots from getting up from Philadelphia or Boston or Connecticut, New Jersey, uh, that's Mm -hmm. uh, not too far to go from there to like a point in New York or further up. And if people could get together and go up that way, that I think that is a really great strategy for making the trip. And you're talking about the aforementioned dorms that Mm -hmm. we're going to be like renting out. They look like really nice i i'm like really excited to be staying like on campus that close uh just because it's super convenient for something like that and they're literally the building over stay in it yeah they're they're literally the building over right yeah so you you can if you say and 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 most of them also have like well the larger ones and and you can you can go with three or four people and and cut your costs even more because they have these these four room ones and they come with like two bathrooms and a kitchen area, so right. you can end up making your own meals. Bring you know, bring your sandwiches or whatever you know. And and there's a couple of grocery stores like within walking. Well, one within walking distance because this is a university, right? So right. kids can go in and walk in and grab some groceries and walk out and stuff like that. So there's there's so many opportunities to be able to save on those things. Uh, and 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 that's my my real goal is I know it's going to be some time and some effort and some money to get here but uh it's it's a it's going to be a whole lot better than going to europe <laughs> or england <laughs> and honestly my i i don't know if you noticed in the schedule but on sunday one of the meetings in the last session of sunday is madcon 2 because now that i've done it in nova scotia i really want to hand it off to the next group who are going to do it in the U.S. sometime, and I want to be a participant. I'll be happily there to to help shepherd people through some of the process, but I think that it's something we could do like the, like we used to do with the Olympics, once every four years or something like that, and make it a really big event. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Because yeah, that 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 yeah, that every couple of years that yeah, I think for creative people such as ourselves, where you know it, it takes a while, I <laughs> to yep. uh, be able to uh, save up for such a thing. I, I think it's a really reasonable uh, expectation because I so much like to see something like this carry on, but it's just like trying to the the amount of effort and time it takes to do something like this. No, it's definitely, I think, I don't know what, the, if there's an actual word for every four years or <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm sure there is. I, I just don't know it, but <laughs> quatra uh, annually. Or yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we could say Olympically and people might get that idea, exactly. but I think they moved to every two years with Olympics now too but yeah, oh, yeah no i and i love the idea of it being a movable feast because i love the idea of each area that you know where which where has audio drama can can really you know show people that area as well so i mean uh portland's a huge place for audio drama in the past it was you know several different groups came out of there i know that um 
I know that uh, Austin Beach is saying, yeah, we'll do it in Kentucky. Like, he's already excited to take it over for the next four <laughs> years as well. I, it doesn't matter to me. Four years will give me time to save up and get a chance to reacquaint myself and have fun with, with people all over again. Oh, yes. Well, I think I've probably taken up a large chunk of your time right now. So I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So uh, thanks a lot for chatting with us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Matt. And, you know, I love your show. I love uh, Operation Maple Syrup. I, of course, I put it on on Sundays uh, whenever whenever we get a chance to get them up on a Sunday showcase. But I, I'm one of your fans listening to it. It's, it's uh, so much fun to have you this engaged into something that I love so much. Oh, well, you know, that's really nice to be a part of something larger. I think that's what most of us are trying to strive for. And to, you know, this, it just means a lot to me to be part of this larger community because it has given me so much, you know, that I want to do my best to to promote it and get it out there and make it, you know, the, the big biggest and best thing it can be. Absolutely. I'm excited. All right. Okay. <laughs> thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. It's always good to catch up with Jack. Perhaps this conversation stirred your sleeping adventure and has inspired you to go to mad-con.com to register and join us in Halifax on July 23rd through the 26th in 2020. I will catch you good people later as we count down to MadCon. The intro music is by Tom Rory Parson, and you can find him at tomrparson.com crossroadstation.com and his Facebook page, Tom Roy Parsons. The outro music is O Canada, performed by Psychic Cowboy. If you have any questions, you can reach me on Twitter at MadCon2020 or also on Instagram at MadCon2020. Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. You're invited to a realm of audio drama where one moment can seem like an eternity. It's previously Previously on. on. Previously on, previously on. We spoke about all that is known and unknown about our natural world and the many important species that sadly are lost to the ages and the speeding force that is the passage of time. But this moment we were about to focus our highly sensitive microphones down and capture the essence of the most undocumented of creatures the highly marginalized Cooper's Land Squid, the only one we know of in existence. As its name suggests, 
it is the only species of squid that lives outside of water. Let's capture the unique purring sound this squid makes in its natural habitat along the sides of recreational hiking trails where the vibration of hikers and boy trout groups wake their may beside its tabahat. I said that correctly, right? Yeah, you're good. Keep rolling. All rightly, then. I'm lowering my special microphone that actually looks like a land squid so as not to surprise it. I'm lowering it now. And we are indeed lucky as I hear a hiker making his or her way along the trail. Let's listen. Huh. What did you step on? Oh well. Next time on Previously On, as we mourn the loss of the only known Cooper's Land Squid, we get out in our jeep go searching for the elusive Tasmanian plaid butter moth, a large winged behemoth of the flying insect world. Oh my god, somebody just hit the windshield! Yeah, oh no! That. Not again! God. <sighs> Was that the, the butter moth? Indeed. I have no idea what will happen next time on Previously On. Maybe I will get back to the pillow-stopping factory where nothing can possibly be squashed or accidentally killed to death. Unless it's the Moroccan spotted stink rabbit. Hate those little buggers. You think they're endangered because you never see them. Well... Not until it's too late. Wait. No. It can't be. Jeeves. What? Step on the gas and get me out of this episode. Okie dokie. That's next time on Previously On. This episode of Previously On was written and produced by Rich Froelich, voiced by Michael Wright and Rich Froelich at WXI Studios in Danbury, Connecticut. The theme and underscore was licensed from Storyblocks Audio, sound effects from Public Domain, and the Texas Radio Theater. This episode is a co-production of the Mutual Audio Drama Network and the Texas Radio Theater Company in association with RF Media. For more daily helpings of modern audio drama, please check out MutualAudioNetwork.com Thanks so much for listening, and remember to watch more audio. The Commons is a free service and opportunity to share with you. To add your voice to The Commons, 
send an MP3 or WAV file to mutualaudio at gmail.com. That's mutualaudio at gmail.com. M-U-T-U-A-L-A-U-D-I-O at gmail.com. We love your feedback about anything on Mutual and are thrilled to share your ideas, your thoughts, or skits in our forum. See you next time in the comments. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.